You are listening to the Healing Migraines Naturally podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Caesar, and I'm helping women rediscover a migraine-free life. Today, I'm talking to Kathy, who two and a half months ago reached out to me and we started working together to restore her health so that her body would stop generating chronic migraines. Let's listen to her story. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hi, Dr. Leslie. I'm fine. Well, great. It's great to talk to you today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. And so when did you reach out? Less than three months ago, I believe. About three months ago, I think you reached out. It was in December, I think, or or late November. Yeah. What were you going through at that time? What was your life like? I was pretty miserable. I started having migraines about six, probably now seven years ago, and they just had been continuing to get worse and I was experiencing daily pain of some degree, but also having migraine level pain that that needed medication, I mean, many days a week and having so much pain and actually running out of medication. And it was just a a never ending cycle that I was going through. And um, how was this affecting your personal life, your career? Tell me more. It affected every area of my life. And in fact, I ended up retiring from my the job that I had a career in for years, about three years early. I reached a point where I just couldn't drag myself in there any longer. And calling in sick every time I had a migraine, I just wouldn't have been there ever. So I, I ended up, I was lucky enough to be able to leave, but still it came with a cost. My plan as a retiree was to open a dog training business, which I did. I had started before I retired and it just ended up that these migraines started impinging onto that as well. So even though that was part-time and something I really felt motivated and happy to do, it came down to last year, I ended up stopping any training. My husband was still doing some and I was ready to shut everything down just to tend to the migraines. Yeah. And what motivated you to reach out for help? I think I just reached a point that I decided it was time. And I had gone through many different options with regular doctors, my neurologist, a lot of ups and downs with that. I finally had a neurologist that was very caring and and trying to help, but we just weren't really making progress. It was like dead end after dead end. And then also trying all the things I could find, you know, always hoping that some supplement or something that, you know, the new promise was going to help. And I was taking so much medication. I was really quite concerned about what that was doing to my health as well. So I had found your Facebook page maybe a year ago. So I'd been following along and I noticed a lot of patterns that were similar to what I experienced. And um, I listened to some of your recordings and everything really resonated with what I was experiencing and it made sense. So I finally said, I just have to try this because after so many failures, it was a little hard to put my foot into the, dip my foot into the pool. But I realized I just really needed to do that because everything you were saying was really resonating with, you know, taking medication that stops working and just all of those things that I thought, I think that you can help me. Well, good. I'm glad you reached out. And were, were you, were you nervous to reach out? Like, did you have any fears reaching out or starting, you know, when we started to work together, did you have any fears around that or? I definitely did. And and I think the biggest flashing light fear was that it wouldn't work. And there's two folds to that. One is, gosh, if I make an investment of time and, and money and it doesn't work, 
I've done that before many times. But the other one is if it doesn't work, it's like all the hope is gone. So as long as I hadn't tried working with you, well, gosh, there's still that one thing out there I haven't tried yet that might help. This is a real, real common psychological, if you want to call it like a trap or dynamic that people get into. I've I've experienced it myself over the years with various health concerns too, where if we don't take action, we can kind of hang on to the hope that in the future we will feel better. It's a very interesting psychological dynamic. I've experienced it too. It's almost like fear of being let down, fear of letting myself down. I don't know if you experienced any of that, but I've definitely been in situations where I've been afraid that I would let myself down. And that's horrible. Nobody wants to let themselves down. So we will definitely delay action if that's a piece of it too. Do you feel like you went through any of that? I think sometimes making no decision feels safer than making a bad decision. Yeah. Interesting. That's a true statement. huh? (laughs) So what was the tipping point for you to kind of move past that inertia? What was the tipping point for you? What gave you the courage to move forward? I think I just kind of hit the wall in how much this was impacting my life and how much it was impacting my relationships and not just with people, but with my dogs. I have four dogs that I like to train and I realized they're just getting older. I'm not doing things with them that I wanted to do, that I planned to do. And I really felt like I just had to make another big effort to try to find a solution. Mm-hmm. So it was really the your the things that you love the most in your life that motivated you, huh? Sure. And then what was your experience working with me on restoring your health? What has that experience been like for you? And what has surprised you the most about this process? It has been a very surprising process. So I think initially, and that was part of my fears too, is like, is it going to be too hard for me to do? Or am I going to be asked to do too many difficult things and I won't be able to follow through? So I was surprised by how you helped me through each little step. So it wasn't difficult. I was able to do it even with all that overwhelming pain. And what really surprised me is how quickly I started feeling better. I was expecting I would feel as well as I do now, maybe in a year. And it's only been a few months. Yeah. The other thing that really surprised me was not only did my migraines improve so significantly, but all these other symptoms that I was having that I never thought of that your work would touch started improving as well. So I just thought I'll have less head pain. That was my thought going into this. But instead, I had all these other great improvements. And that was a a really great outcome for me. Yeah, that's so interesting because this is, you know, most of my clients, when they come to me, it's like, just make the head pain stop. (laughs) Just make the migraines go away. But when we restore our health, the body stops generating all of our symptoms. The body may not necessarily stop generating everything at the same time or at the same pace, but it's sort of like the rising tide lifts all of the boats. So other symptoms that people have, I'm expecting them to also improve if we are actually restoring health. If we are just placating symptoms or treating symptoms, just trying to make symptoms go away, then the other symptoms that we're experiencing, they're not going to do anything. They're 
they're just going to stay right where they're at. So for those of you that are listening to this and have tried a lot of things like Kathy has tried over the years, you want to start to think, okay, how am I feeling as a whole person? What other symptoms do I have? And is anything changing with them after I started taking the CoQ10 or the B2 or the magnesium or whatever it may be? We want to, when we heal, we start to feel better as a whole person as well. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. Would you mind sharing some of the symptoms that you had too? Because a lot of people don't even realize that things are actually symptoms. A lot of times people think that what they're experiencing is normal or just part of getting older. Would you mind sharing some of those other symptoms? Sure. And a lot of the symptoms I had, I'd even had a an allopathic doctor tell me, well, it's your age. This is why this is happening. And so I really had no expectation that that these things were all going to be connected or at least be be resolved by doing the same thing. But I had, in addition to pain, migraine pain, I had a lot of, I had issues with my vision was not doing well. So I was having to wear reading glasses at night, which I really hated doing. And I really love reading at night. I couldn't process things. Some of this, I thought, okay, this is probably related to the migraines. I couldn't like read and process what I was reading. So I'd have to read things over and over again. I thought my vision was probably just age related. I was having a lot of problems with, with Renaud syndrome. So having my hands and my feet would go completely cold. And the only way I could warm them up, like there was, they'd be completely white, like there's no blood flow at all. I was constantly having to warm them under hot water or take hot showers or hot baths to resolve them. And in addition, I had a lot of issues with getting cold and just feeling cold all the time. So I'd wake up in the morning and feel like I was freezing cold, even though I was under covers and it was not that cold in the house. Let's see what else did I, I had so many things. My fingernails were splitting. I had lots of digestive issues and I've had digestive issues for many, many years before I ever had migraines. But certainly some of the migraine medications, they made it actually a lot worse. And then I was also experiencing a lot of fatigue. I felt tired. I thought, okay, well, I have a lot of pain, so I'm going to feel tired all the time. And then I also had, I was losing the feeling in my toes. That was one of the, the things that I was told 10 years ago when it started happening. The doctor told me, oh, it's your age. And I'm like, gosh, I'm not that old. <laughs> What are they going to be like in 20 years? It's amazing how much is attributed to aging. (laughs) It's like, oh, you know, I just call it aging and then, you know, send them away. Oh, so interesting that numbness in the toes, I didn't realize. So that predated the migraines, huh? I didn't realize the timeline on that. It was 10 years ago that I started losing the feeling. It's been very slowly progressing, but it had progressed from my big toe up into the foot. First, it started on one side. Now it's on the, it was on, had moved to where the other side was affected as well. And this is something actually, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think you even mentioned that to me when we first started working together as a symptom, if I'm remembering correctly, probably because you just associated it as, you know, quote unquote, normal aging, that's what you had been told. And if I'm remembering correctly, you brought that up to me after it started to improve, improve because you noticed the improvement. And so this happens frequently, you know, people won't mention something to me when we start working together. And then when it starts to improve, that's the first time I hear about it. So this again, when we're treating the symptoms with drugs or natural substances, it is not generating a whole body effect right? The normal way of operating when you go to either conventional medical doctor or a natural practitioner is they give you something for every symptom. Oh, you're going to take the GABA for the numb toes and you're going to take, you 
know, the butter burr for the migraines and you're going to take adrenal support for the fatigue and they're going to take all of your symptoms and they're going to give you all these little things for each of the symptoms. The medical doctor is going to give you as many drugs as well, you know, that are available to treat the symptoms. Natural practitioner is going to give you a whole long list of supplements to take for every symptom, but that doesn't work. You want to restore the health and then the body will stop generating those symptoms. The body will actually heal itself. So that's what you experience with that one. It was really neat when you told me about that because it never ceases to amaze me what the body does and how much the body can heal when we address what's missing or what's blocking the body from healing itself. It was a big surprise, like each thing, each symptom. So I've laid out all these symptoms and I can say all of them have improved or or completely been resolved. So it was just amazing. And I hadn't mentioned the numbness because I thought, well, that's not a part of the migraine problem. Right. (laughs) How could that be related to my migraines, right? How could my big toe be related to my migraines? But it's our body generating all of the symptoms. So at the body level, at the most fundamental level of the body, all those symptoms are connected. It's really interesting. And, you know, you're in your mid-50s, Kathy. I mean, you think you're, you know, apparently your doctors think that's old. I mean, I'm going to turn 50 this year. It sure doesn't seem old to me. So, yeah, like you say, you're, you were in your mid-40s when they told you that. I mean, what's the future? It's a little scary thinking back. And I'm really glad that I found you because I feel one of the things that resonated with me in, the, in one of the webinars was that you talked about the migraine being an alarm. And it's your body's way of telling you that you're not in good health or something similar to that. And that was kind of the turning point for me as I heard that and went, that's how I, I do feel like I'm in bad health. Like I don't feel like I'm, like I'm healthy, but I have migraines. I feel like things are falling apart. Yeah. And that really made a lot of sense to me. And yet they weren't finding anything on blood work or imaging or things like that, right? I mean, this is really frustrating for people. They feel horrible and their doctor tells them they're healthy. That was my case. I had a great neurologist who was always looking, but we weren't finding anything that could explain what was was causing that degree of pain. Yeah. The blockers are missing pieces to your health. They were not going to be picked up on an MRI. They were not going to be picked up with blood work. They were much subtler than that right? Conventional medicine, the imaging and the lab work is designed to pick up, you know, things like brain tumors or things like major, say, electrolyte imbalances, you know, major disturbances with kidney function or severe liver damage, those types of things. That's what conventional medicine is looking for. But our health, we our health deteriorates long before those things are picked up on lab work or imaging. And we can feel really, really poorly before any of that stuff gets picked up on imaging. So what you have experienced, I have heard so many times. I went to my yearly exam and I was told I was healthy and yet I can't, you know, I had to quit my job. Then, you know, I had a real passion for something. I had to quit that too. I can barely make it through the day, but I'm quote unquote healthy. Well, tell us more how you're feeling now. So Every day I wake up and I don't have pain. I don't think I have that I've woke up and actually felt in pain for quite some time. I can't remember the last time, which is a big deal because I used to wake up in pain almost every morning. And those were usually just, you know, the start of a bad day. So I'm waking up without pain. I'm no longer, I was prior to working with you, I could blow through all of my month's worth of medications in three weeks. And I had to really like be careful, like, oh, don't take it. You're not in enough pain because you're going to need it 
next week. And now I'm, I think in the last two months, I've only used medication on five days. That's just a phenomenal, amazing thing to me. But I have energy. I have, I'm no longer having to wear my reading glasses at night, which is really amazing. I think part of it is my eyesight has improved. And then also I'm not having pain. So my brain isn't struggling all the time to be able to, to deal with the things coming in, all the stimulus that's coming in. I've actually, I actually lost weight. That wasn't something that I had planned on experiencing, but that was a good thing. But I just, I just feel really good now. I'm able to actually live. I'm actually able to plan things. And I can't tell you how many things, and I'm sure other migraine sufferers know this, how many times you've planned things, paid for tickets in advance, and you just end up losing because you can't follow through on, on those things. And now I know I can look at a calendar and plan something with my dogs. And I'm like, I know I'm going to be able to do it. I don't have to worry. That's wonderful. And if you don't mind sharing, when you do things with your dogs, it's, you know, not just taking them for a walk in the park. (laughs) So I do competitive things with my dogs. So things like going to obedience trials, or I teach nose work, and I compete in nose work with my dogs. And that's a, a competitive event where we teach the dogs to find target odor, So they use like birch oil or anise oil and it's hidden in a room, like made to kind of mimic what drug dogs do. So my dog will go into a room and search and then find where that Q-tip scented with oil is that's hidden to both of us. So we go and do those, those kind of activities and it's a lot of fun and it's a lot more fun doing it without pain. So I was dragging myself around and doing as much as I could, but I never really felt good. And now I can actually go and and enjoy the whole experience. That's awesome. And are you back to work? I am. So I, I was able to start teaching again in January. And I mean, it's just the first few weeks of teaching without pain. I was like, this is completely foreign to me because I think I had started having migraines around the time I started teaching or doing dog training. So I just remember walking around, looking at everybody smiling. I'm like, I'm really happy to be here. Like, I can't tell you that how much, how much, how great it feels to actually be doing this and not be feeling the weight of feeling unwell and knowing that after everybody left and training was over, I was going to have to go lay down. Now it's like they leave and I can attend to my own dogs and, and my own life. And it's just a, it's a great thing. That's fantastic. Most of us, when we get a migraine, we can kind of fake it, right? We can kind of pull through, rally until the end of the workday or the end of the presentation or end of the school day, end of the class, and then we collapse, right? It's like, forget the family, forget anything else, forget about, you know, even doing the dishes. It's like we just collapse afterwards. Yeah. And everything had to be planned around that. So even if, if I wanted to take them to a plate, like maybe take them to a trial that's in another state. I would have to plan for first having enough medication that I could get through the trip and then having at least a couple of days where I would be in bed in so much pain that I wouldn't be able to get up. And that takes a lot of the joy out of going and doing something you want to do. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk about the dread. That's how how dedicated you are to that sport and to your animals to even push yourself through that ordeal just to do that with them, right? That's the, right, like this is one of the things that really irritates migraine sufferers because especially if they have family members that are just kind of like, what do you mean you're sick? You know, you take an aspirin, 
kind of a thing while, you know, you're traveling and laying in a foreign hotel room and everything else just so that you can do this work with your dogs, you know, at a, at a trial, right? You're going through days and days of agony so that you can participate in this. And people have no idea, right? Because we don't look, right? It's not like, you know, we have a, a missing arm or something like that, an arterial wound. It's not obvious to people the amount of pain that we're in. So I'm so happy for you that you can now enroll in these things and, and plan to take trips and, and do these great things with your dogs and not have to just white knuckle your way through it. Oh my goodness. It's a great thing. And I still, I think I'm still taking it in. Like this is really happening. <laughs> this is real. I'm just grateful for every day. Well, that's fantastic. Do you have any, are you starting to make any long-term plans or what's, what's your hope for the future going forward now? I actually am. I'm looking at different events and things that I plan to do with my dogs. In fact, I just did something yesterday and it's so funny. I do some of the most normal, like mundane things and I go, wow, this was amazing. I got to do this and it, I didn't have any pain while I was doing it. I went to a nursery with my husband and we bought a bunch of citrus trees. And I'm like, I know that these trees are going to get put in the ground and I'll take care of them. But just getting, driving somewhere, going and shopping for these trees and bringing them home and not having pain and knowing that I can follow through with them. Because I mean, I can't tell you how many poor trees and plants, I love doing gardening, but over the past years, how many of them I've brought home and they just died in their pots because I couldn't manage to, to deal with planting them or, or seeing following through. I wanted them, but I, I didn't have the ability to follow through with them. So I have a big garden planned. I have, gosh, there's just so many things. So, so many things I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's amazing. Just amazing. Well, congratulations again, Kathy. You worked hard on your healing and you're reaping the rewards. I'm so happy for you. Oh, well, thank you. And I, I do have to say you made it easy. I mean, it, it is it was work, but it was not particularly hard, or at least I didn't find it to be. I try to make it as easy as possible, that's for sure. Because again, I know firsthand how hard it is when we are feeling so poorly, how difficult it is to think that we could even do one thing different when we barely making it through the day, right? You were just white knuckling your way through, barely making it you know, through the day. So how, how can we change in that situation? I've been there. So I always have that top of mind with my clients. What would be feasible? You know, what would be feasible for Kathy to do? What would fit in? You know, I, I knew you had a husband, right? So what would work within that, you know, husband-wife dynamic that you have? What would be the, what small thing that we could do that you could be successful at where we would make progress? And when we do that over and over again, when we just make small steps towards the goal, it's amazing how quickly that builds up and snowballs and how quickly we can feel better if we just take, you know, whatever small step we can take at the time. It really builds up. Yeah, I definitely experienced that. Well, fantastic, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing your experience. I'm sure there's a lot of women who can relate to waking up every day or nearly every day with head pain and just, you know, worrying, is this going to escalate? How bad is it going to get? Should I take something now? Should I take something later? Juggling their meds. So thank you so much. I'm sure this is going to be an inspiration for so many women out there. 
that yes, you can restore your health, you can feel better. It's never too late to take what small step you can to feel better. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm very grateful to you that you were there. And, and that I'm really happy that I worked with you. Just I did not expect the results to be as amazing as they have been. But, but we'll take them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, very good. I will talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. And thank you for listening. Before you go, be sure to like this episode and subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and other popular podcast platforms. Do you have someone in your life who would benefit from what we talked about today? Please share it with them. Share on your social media. Share within other migraine Facebook groups that you are in. We really want to get the word out that you can recover your health and stop getting chronic migraines. And if you want to stay connected, join my free migraine Facebook group with over 11,000 women who are rediscovering a migraine-free life. Go to Healing Migraines Naturally with Leslie Caesar, ND, on Facebook or to HealingMigrainesNaturally.com and we'll redirect you to the Facebook group. 